PFLAG of Northwest Arkansas is a volunteer-run, nonprofit, community-driven organization focused on supporting and engaging LGBTQIA people, their families, friends, and allies. PFLAG of NWA provides opportunities for dialogue about sexual orientation and gender identity and acts to create a society that is healthy and affirming of human diversity. We offer the following monthly events, a general peer support group, a trans peer support group, community craft night, and a youth meetup along with special events throughout the year. For more information, please visit pleaflagnwa.com and find us at pflagnwa on social media. Hey everybody, we're back with the uh, District 3 podcast, episode 116. Um, today's a very special type of episode because we're talking about a friend uh, who many of us had in the community um, that passed away a few years ago, uh, and that friend is B- Brig Caldwell. Um, Brig was a student relations and community liaison at Rogers Heritage High School, and I feel like a lot of people in the community met him not not just at the high school, but you know in the community doing different projects. Uh, because Brig was always out there trying his best to to lend a hand. Um, today, I actually have someone who I believe met him in school. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis Reyes uh, is here today. He I, were you a student of Brig? Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, four years at, at Heritage, I was with him. Yeah. Okay. So, so for you, I, I'll talk a little bit about myself and and Brig's relationship in a little bit. But first, you, Luis, um, can you talk a little bit about where you met Brig? Yeah, um, so yeah, I went to Heritage High School, and uh, that's where I met him. And, um, you know, at first, I, it was just because he was always talking to students. And, and then also my cousin Jairo, I met him also through him. And so, like, they knew each other cause, also because of the high, the high school. And so he was already kind of – he already knew our family. And so – but uh, – yeah, and so just talking to him through a high school. But then, like, my sophomore year, I started to get more involved into the clubs. And he was a part of uh, – he was running Alpha at the time at, at Heritage, uh, but later on changed to LULAC. But at the time, he was – yeah, so he would he was the uh, – the, uh, the, like uh, – he was just running the program. Like and the like, office yeah, and kind of – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so he would help out students, and we would do different projects. And at first it was, uh, at the time, Alpha was just, we were ch- trying to do more stuff in the school, but uh, just wasn't at the level that we wanted it. And so, but later on, you know, through like, through work and, and just meeting different people, we were able to do a lot more with him. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much how I met him. And, mm-hmm. and we and even after I graduated high school, I kept in touch with him. Um, yeah, we would always talk and text one another and keep up with each other. And yeah, and I think, like I said, you know, at the beginning of this episode, that we all kind of have our own different ways of of meeting Brig. To be honest, I don't remember where I met Brig, mm-hmm. um, but I do remember that um, I would see him out in the community. Yeah, and um, he would always be trying to like give resources to his students. Always trying to find like all these different resources oh, in the yeah. community that he could give. Um, to anybody, you know, all his students. Um, the, I guess one of the one of the first times that I really got to interact with him was when he invited me to go translate mm-hmm. uh, at Rogers Heritage High School. Yeah. I feel like there's 
there's a set of teachers, you know, in all these schools that like that you build a relationship with, and when they see they're you're bilingual, it's like, hey, can you come yeah. and translate? <laughs> so you know, I have like my first memories uh, of really interacting with Brig was was back when I was translating. Mm-hmm. I think Brig. Uh, actually started at Rogers Heritage High School in 2008 when it opened. I believe yeah, that's what. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I read an, a newspaper mm-hmm. article that said that, and um, and I remember I I was there at the at the um, at the student conferences that mm-hmm. I was translating at, and I I was done. I was gonna head out, and I was trying to take a selfie. You know, to oh, promote yeah. like, hey, uh-huh. come over here and like, and and uh, translate if you can. Rogers Heritage High School is needing. Um, some translators mm-hmm. and he saw me taking a picture and he was like hey like you're not gonna ask me to be in the picture <laughs> you know and that's that's kind of uh-huh. the person that that brick was oh, like yeah. he kind of wanted he wanted to be involved yep. you know he wanted mm-hmm. to to be in those special moments even something as simple as like a sure. like a selfie yep. um, but besides that you know he reached out to the group um, our group at that time I forgot if we were the Arkansas natural dreamers or we were Lucha mm-hmm. we were organizing uh, for immigrant rights here in Arkansas and um, he knew that he had a lot of undocumented students mm-hmm. at, uh, at Rogers Heritage. And um, he reached out about us doing a DACA forum where we went in and uh, talked to the kids about you know, what we were doing, how mm-hmm. we could help them. And then eventually we did a DACA clinic at Rogers Heritage High School. Um, and this was something that he wanted, you know, and he yeah. knew that there was a need in his, for his students. Um, and we were able to pull it off all together. Um, and I know that he also established a relationship with my wife also because, you know, she knows a lot about like all these immigration processes and about DACA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would also provide resources to their students. So, you know, wh- when I think about Brig, I think about that very like cliche Latino teacher in movies. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if you've seen like uh-huh. Stand and Deliver. Yeah, yeah. You know, or have you seen mm-hmm. like. What are the what are the movies are like that? I think Stand and Deliver, and then the one that George Lopez was in. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I forgot what it was about. Yeah. I forgot what the what the plot was, but it's like that Latino teacher that comes in, and doesn't just come in to become a teacher. Like he literally comes in to change lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. At what point do you think that you personally, you know, had a, a more like stronger relationship with Brig, where it went beyond you know just his his role, but more as like you know, as someone that you could look up to. Yeah. Um, I, in school, just because of, because uh, when we, when we moved, I guess like transition alpha to LULAC, um, I was vice president at the time. And then my, my older cousin or my cousin, he was the president. So we would always be together and we're always with him. And I would, every now and then I would just, you know, I'd tell my teacher, I was like, Hey, like, can I go to Mr. Cardwell's office real quick? And she'd be like, yeah, go ahead. And I'd go over there, and I'd be there for, you know, like an hour or two just talking, trying to get stuff uh, stuff that we needed done, you know, for, like, the different projects that we were we, we had going on. And uh, so, we, you know, I, I hung out with him all the time in school. And so that's probably where, like, I was like, man, like, this guy is different just, mm-hmm. just by – because he was always thinking about us, always trying to, trying to do uh, – trying to do different things for us to like for when we're out of high school and, and mm-hmm. we're we're getting whether it's college or going straight to work like that was uh, that was one thing that i really admired about him is that sometimes like in, in school they always push college for us which is which is perfectly fine like that that was my that ended up being my route but he was the type of teacher that would be like if college isn't for you there's also this there's also that there's also that and so that's what i really liked about him and 
and it was through those type of talks that like I was like man like this guy like I look up to him a lot and just seeing how he was in the community always uh speaking to people always meeting new people he was never afraid to shake a new hand you know he was always networking and that's where and you know that that's where I was like yeah like I need to make sure like I follow him and what he does. Like, I, what do you think yeah. his like motivation was for that? Like, did you ever have a conversation with him about that? Like, what? No, yeah. It just kind of seemed like he just yeah. knew that he needed to do it, but mm-hmm. there really wasn't like a reason behind. Well, yeah. there was a reason, but it wasn't really like something that would benefit him. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like he understood that it was the right thing to do, and yeah. he had a privilege and he needed to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I never spoke to him about that. Uh, you know, like, what, what his reasoning was, but just knowing him and seeing, like, how he was, it, honestly, it was, like, unbelievable, like, his, I guess you can say his networking skills almost, mm. like, just always shaking someone's hand, always meeting new people, and, and we would go to different, like, events, and he ended up basically knowing everyone there just because, like, he would meet them and other uh, at other events and he'd be like hey like how's it going like and i remember i always remember like when we would do different projects he would always um like for one one big example uh we did a soccer tournament for middle school teams at at rogers heritage at the we wanted to do it at the stadium so like they could like middle school kids could have the feeling of playing in a high school stadium so when they come to high school they can be like oh man like this is this is cool like i like playing in the stadium and we wanted to do that and and the thing about him is that like there was never like a no like like no i don't think we can do that it was always okay let's see how we can do it like what what do we need to do to get this done like who do we need to talk to and so and I, i just remember whenever we we started working on that like in the first like few weeks of planning it he was already calling a, a lot of people that worked for mm-hmm. different companies that, that were at Walmart, that were at Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And that, that ended up getting us a bunch of free drinks for the players mm-hmm. uh, from Coca-Cola, like, you know, Gatorade's waters and everything. And then he spoke to the principals about getting the stadium. And then he spoke to wow. um, different community members that had, that had uh, middle school teams that wanted mm-hmm. to play. You know, we, got, we ended up getting, like, a team from Oklahoma, a team from Missouri, just to come and play in this, uh, you know, like a weekend tournament, basically. And, you know, like just just seeing how he worked and knew a lot of people and we ended up getting it together. And, and, you know, it was pretty successful, but it was just so the, uh, you know, so we can get an experience of how to make an event and also have the middle school kids come and play at our stadium. Um, But it it, it was just unbelievable, like his work ethic and and how he would – you know, get things done and get things together. What did you uh, take most from him and applied it to your life, to the way that you live your life, to the way that you help people? Yeah, um, I mean, the main thing is his, uh, his, how open he was to meeting new people. And, you know, I try to, I try to be like that as well. Um, you know, just always talking to people, shaking their hand, and, and then, uh, but, yeah, honestly, that's mainly. I mean, he, and also, also, his he was always positive about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime I would see him, he was always smiling, and uh, uh, he was always he was always at different events and and always yeah, and just always talking to people. And it's crazy because I, mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, 
maybe hopefully now things are different right mm -hmm. you know but me you know being going to Sabrina High School we had great mm -hmm. teachers and we had teachers that did go the extra mile for mm -hmm. us and and many teachers that I still talk to nowadays but I don't think I ever had a Latino teacher mm -hmm. uh, that even in the school in general someone yeah. that you're just kind of like oh this person is the one that like goes the extra mile mm -hmm. for the kids I don't remember that. No. And, and maybe there was, and maybe I didn't like uh -huh. stumble up upon them, right? Yeah. But to the to the length that that Brig did, like you don't really see that mm -hmm. much. Yeah, and I think, don't. and I think that's what made him like super special, right? The mm -hmm. fact that that even him, I didn't even go to Rogers at that time, and I mm -hmm. went to Rogers before mm -hmm. to Rogers schools like for two years, but I didn't even go to Rogers schools at that time, and I knew Brig, mm -hmm. and I knew that he was being a, a bridge for a lot of people yeah. and I hope you know people that, that will listen to this episode or know Brig and because I know that there's a lot of Latino teachers now yeah. in Springdale, oh, yeah. uh -huh. in Rogers um, people in, in higher positions mm -hmm. in these schools and I really hope that they you know see the work that Brig did mm -hmm. and they they replicate it yeah. duplicate it in, in some way um, because it goes a long way you know I I remember Brig being at the uh, at the Dreamer rally mm -hmm. that happened in Rogers. I'm not sure if you were at that one. I think it's the one that ended yeah. at, like downtown. In Rogers. downtown, yeah, yeah. I wasn't at that one, no. But I remember, I remember them uh, organizing it, yeah. And I remember uh, him walking, you know, students like beside him, behind uh -huh. him, uh, in front of him, um, and you don't really see that. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the thing that 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 I I guess I still, you know. I feel the emptiness mm -hmm. is still there. Mm -hmm. He left a big emptiness. Oh, yeah. And, and um, I feel like there's good people uh, within the Rogers School District who hopefully will kind of come in and, and, and fill that void. But, you know, what Brick did of, of gaining the trust, I think, mm -hmm. I think that was the most important thing because he gained the trust of so many students and, and they respected him. And as a teacher sometimes, you know, you have to make hard decisions and, and sometimes you make students angry or you yeah. don't want, or because they don't agree with you 100% or you don't agree with them, like, there's never really, like, that kind of trust, but, mm -hmm. like, Brig was able to transcend that. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the of the super important things to mention. Um, you know, I saw Brig at, he, whenever I ran for office in 2015, mm -hmm. he was at the campaign kickoff there. I think he spoke for um, the representative that was running for Rogers, uh, Grimsley, Grimsley Graham, yeah. um, and he was there, and, and I, I just recently found a picture, which I'll post it on, on our mm -hmm. Instagram, that we took with him, and I told myself, I was like, oh, well, first of all, I've been trying to look for that picture, that the selfie that we took at the at the uh, parent-teacher conference, uh -huh. and I can't find it, yeah. <laughs> and I looked it up, like, I, I googled it to see if I had posted it, mm -hmm. like, I, I went on Twitter, and I couldn't find it. And one of the things that made me sad was that, like, I went to check to see if Brig had an Instagram, uh -huh. and I and he did. Yeah. And when I went to it, I saw that, like, on the follow button, it said follow back. Uh, so I didn't even freaking yeah. follow him <laughs> on Instagram. Like, I, we were friends on Facebook, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. and we were following each other on, on, Twitter, on Twitter. But, like, I didn't even know he had an Instagram. I didn't even know Because I don't think the, the name on Instagram, like, when I saw, I don't think it said Brig on it. Uh -huh. So maybe it didn't catch my attention. Yeah. But I felt like, crap, I was like, damn, like, I should have followed him back mm -hmm. uh and i went to go see if he had the picture there but uh -huh. it was like private so i couldn't even uh, see it okay. <laughs> and and i think um he deleted his his facebook i believe yeah. so i couldn't even go back there and check mm -hmm. um so i think like a few weeks ago i found a picture that we had taken at that campaign kickoff in springdale 
um, and uh, and I hold on to it. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is you know the memory that I have. Yeah. You know, besides what's in what's in my my brain, mm-hmm. uh, like a physical memory that I that I'll cherish mm-hmm. uh, forever. Um, so you know, I the last time I saw Brig healthy was at uh, Heidi and Michelle's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, we were there. And I think I went to go get a drink at the bar yeah. and he was there and he came up to me and he was, you know, he was happy. Mm-hmm. He was telling me about some new program that he wanted to work on with me, uh, was like to get some community leaders together and talk about different things. Yeah. And he was just really hyped. Um, it was me, him and Luis Aguilar at that, at that moment. And then I think um, someone texted me a link to a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And the GoFundMe said that Brig had cancer. Yeah. Um, it said that on I think I think it was no, November twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen, that he went to the hospital with uh, severe abdominal pain, mm-hmm. and he was uh, referenced to go see a oncologist. Um, and the next day he had he found out he had stage four cancer in his stomach, liver, and in bones. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I saw that GoFundMe, my first thing, my first instinct was like I need to reach out. Mm-hmm. So. I went to Facebook and saw he was gone. Yeah. And and I had gotten a new phone, so I didn't have his his number that I used to have. Um, and uh, I figured I figured out through like friends and stuff that he wasn't doing very good. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how does that how how do you find out that he's not doing good at that um, time? I can't remember exactly who told me, but his daughter. Um, Ali, she she had messaged me, maybe like three weeks before his passing, like probably mm-hmm. like around the time where uh, November where he found out that he had cancer. Um, uh, they yeah they she told me and I was like and I think like the like two days after I went to go visit him. Mm-hmm. This is this is like a week before his passing. I went to go visit him. Me it was me uh, my cousin Hiro and, and uh, Sylvia. And we went to go visit him, and and he was, at that point, he was really sick, but he was still able to, you know, speak to us, and he wanted to get up and walk around, mm. and he was, you know, at first when we got there, he was in his bed, and then he got up and sat on his chair, uh, and you know, but he was, it was, it was difficult for him at that time still, yeah. um, and this was like a week before his passing, and we, you know, we just spoke, and, and one of the, one one of the like. The re- one of the most like one of the main reasons why I admire him is that we were we were talking and then he was you know he was really sick and and he was still thinking about his students mm. and that's one thing that will always will always be with me that um because for Lou like we would always do a uh, a um like a Christmas party mm. and and you know this is like around that time like it was like I think like there was like two weeks left in school so usually we would do it around around that time and he was he was still thinking he was like oh man like we're not gonna be able to do the christmas party like mm. that was supposed to be next week and and i was like why Dude, are you, you even thinking get, about you that get like, better man yeah i was like no nah, like like if i can help out with the christmas party if you want but like no. that's not the thing i don't think they really care for that they just want yeah. you back you know that's what i told him and i was like yeah it's that's always gonna be with me just him you know still thinking about us Still, i mean at the time i was in high school so still thinking about us still thinking about his students and and then he yeah. did that yearly the year what was that dance the, not the oh yeah um it was uh we, we just called it a lulac dance but we had it was an idea that uh 
Rogers High School does is called Sabor Latino there. Okay. But we wanted to do one for Heritage, and uh, um, we just we kind of changed the name every every year. But it was just like the Lulek dance. Like I think one night was, um, I think like Night in Latin America or something like that. I can't, I can't remember the exact. So name, he but. would invite me to to, to be chaperone. Mm-hmm. Which at that moment I was like, "Damn, I'm old. I'm being, I'm being, asked, I'm being asked to be a chaperone." Uh-huh. Dang it! Uh, but he would invite invite me to go chaperone. He invited me three years. Yeah. Every one of those three years, I couldn't make it for some mm-hmm. reason. And trust me, I would go. I like I, I'm I'm down to go. Yeah. You know? But I couldn't go those three years, and he passed. And then, uh, I believe it was Martin uh, oh, Sandys yeah. mm-hmm. reached out to me, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, uh, we're doing this again. You know mm-hmm. this." dance that that break would do every year mm-hmm. and i was able to go that year yeah and i was like and 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 there was like a wall with like his pictures mm-hmm. and memories yeah. and stuff and um just always trying to find a way to like bring some new idea bring some new entertainment to his students new mm-hmm. resources um and uh and yeah i think he's he's greatly missed oh yeah i oh. think people feel it you know i think um it's gonna take a while for someone to i don't want to say replace him but to kind of help fill that void um whenever whenever we found out that he was at the hospital i forgot i think it might have been wednesday or tuesday Mm. um we went to go see him and it was me heido michelle and Mm. my wife myra Mm. um and when we went in um marlo his sister told us that he wasn't doing very good Mm. and that the doctors were were saying that he might not make it Mm -hmm. past the night um so for from that was shocking for yeah. me because I you know I wanted to go in there and and I'm not a miracle worker but I wanted to like encourage mm-hmm. and and uh hopefully you know he he would make it um and I remember that on Friday I believe we have to go to a, a wedding in San Antonio mm-hmm. so we were like trying to get stuff ready but we still made time to go and we walked in and uh and he was just shocked that we were there yeah like I guess he didn't think that I would show up <laughs> to see him, and, uh-huh. and Myra and Myra would show up to see him because I know Heidel had already been mm-hmm. there, I believe. Yeah, uh, he's like, Ir- like Myra, Irvin, and I, he was just happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was very weak at the moment already, yeah. and he couldn't really talk that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of standing there. I didn't want to get close to him. I didn't want to like do anything yeah, or mess yeah. anything up. Mm-hmm. Then I saw Heidel. Uh, he put, like, hand sanitizer on his hands, mm-hmm. and he went to go, like, touch his arm. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And I put hand sanitizer on my hands, and I walked up to, to him, too. And I remember just telling him, I was like, you know, you're strong. And I told him that he's a warrior and that he's going to uh, he's gonna make it. He's going to push past, past this, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he's going to be okay. And when I said that, I really meant it. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. just trying to make him feel better. I yeah. was legitimately saying, like, dude, you're strong, like, you know, unfortunately, you know, with an illness like that and, and that and so advanced, like oh, yeah. there wasn't anything that could be done. Mm. Right. But one of the things that Myra and I always kind of, you know, uh, it makes us one of the things that makes us feel good about that. That visit was throughout most of the time that we were there, probably there about 10, 15 minutes. And he couldn't really talk that mm. much. He when he was when he would talk, it'd be very weak. Mm-hmm. He'd be like uh, talking, but very soft. And right when Myra and I were stepping out the door. He was like, um, he looked at us and he was like, bye guys. And he said it in a way where it did not sound the way that he was talking uh-huh. throughout the, the entire time that we were there. Mm-hmm. He was like, bye guys. Yeah. And we looked back <laughs> and we're like, oh shoot. Like he, he probably pulled like all the strength that oh, he shit, had yeah. to say, to say those words. Um, and everything just happened so quickly. Oh, yeah. Like I, I remember, 
I think that was Wednesday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And then he passed away on, I believe, December 14th mm -hmm. uh, in the morning. Um, so they had his visitation on that day. And then on the 15th, I believe, was the service. The service, yeah. Uh, which was the Metroplex, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. So I didn't get to go to that because I had to go the day of the... I do remember going to the uh, visitation. Mm -hmm. uh, we did go to the visitation, and it was at that uh, funeral home that's kind of like a house in Rogers. Uh, yeah, yeah, in like the downtown area. Like Walnut, I believe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Like it's on the corner of like on Walnut mm -hmm. and this other yeah, the yeah. street that's like kind of like by a dentist office. Mm -hmm. And the place was packed. Yeah. I remember I went in there, and it was just a bunch of students. I could just tell there were a bunch of like... Either they're still his students, mm -hmm. or they just graduated, yeah. or they're in college. Um, so it kind of just, you know, reaffirmed the impact mm -hmm. that he has had on his uh, on his students. And, you know, I remember literally leaving the visitation and going directly to uh, San Antonio, where I was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And along the way, you know, along the way to San Antonio and on the way back to San Antonio... Like, I kept on thinking to myself, wait, what happened? Like, this happened so fast. Is, yeah, way too fast. And, like, I literally went to go visit him mm -hmm. one day. He passes away the yeah. next day. Then, like, the, the visitations on that same day. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I think it was raining that day, too. So, yeah. it, it was, like, really, um, it just felt like a really dark day. Mm -hmm. And on my way back from San Antonio, I still couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. How... How do you see someone, like, you find out that they're sick one day, you go see them, and they pass away the next day. And specifically because I had worked a lot with him, uh -huh. like, I was like, and it, it, it took probably weeks for me to actually even process it, yeah. that he was gone, you know? And I yeah. think uh, when you see stuff on social media, you know, that's kind of, and, and there's like, I think there was a... Uh, a local uh, beer company that even did a beer tribute mm -hmm. for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ozark Beer Company. Ozark Beer Company. Yeah, he would. He, yeah, it was like his, you know, like kind of go-to brewery, and okay. they did. Uh, anytime you, I forgot what what beer it was. It's like but the it, Pale Al. How do you yeah, say Alley or Alley? Al L. L L. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. It's like the Pale yeah. L. Briggs mm -hmm. Pale L. It was. Yeah, called. yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not sure if they still do it because they they said the. The first year, anytime someone bought that beer, yeah. it was going to the family, and then after that, it was going to go towards like a scholarship for uh, under his name. But I'm not, I'm not too sure if they're if they're still doing that. But yeah, they. they and was it Rogers High School or Rogers Heritage High School that did like the the toy drive for? They did like the Arkansas Children's Hospital, yeah. I believe, in honor of Brig. I think it might have uh, been Heritage. Heritage, yeah, yeah, it was Heritage. So there's still things, you know, that yeah. are still. I feel like people just people. I think we all feel the same way where. Uh, it's still kind of a shock to think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, how, how does one person that does such a big impact in the community is here one day, still talking to us. When I saw him at, at Jairo Michelle's wedding, he was still, he looked healthy. Yeah. He was happy. Mm -hmm. And then you see him in his visitation and you're like, damn, you know? Uh -huh. um, yeah, we, we uh, think so highly of Brig. We're so grateful that we had the opportunity to get to know him. Mm -hmm. And I know personally, I, you know, take all the leadership skills that I saw from him and I try to apply them. You know, I try to apply them. He was a very positive person. You wouldn't hear. I think I've ever heard anybody talk bad about him whatsoever. Oh, yeah. And that's very rare mm -hmm. because when you're organizing in the community, sometimes you do something someone else doesn't like. And there's like there's a rumor there. There's there's something yeah. that they'll talk bad about you. 
But with Britt, you didn't hear that mm -hmm. because he was just focused on the good, you know, of helping people, of building bridges. Um, so to all the people that, you know, feel um, the loss and, and feel that empty void, I think that's something that we all feel mm -hmm. together. And uh, Brig was such a special person. Uh, he was born in 1975 and it was here in the community starting, I believe, like after, um, it might have been like a, from 2008 and to 2018. So he spent like a good 10 years yeah. uh, literally investing so much in, in many people's lives. Um, and you don't have to be a teacher to follow his steps. You can mm -hmm. be anybody in the community, anybody that that uh, wants to help people, that realizes that they have a privilege and they can be a bridge and that they can help out um, other people, uh, you know, create an equal playing field for everyone in the community. And that's something that Brig did. You know, he reminds me, like I said, of that teacher in, in those 90s movies that comes in mm -hmm. and makes a big impact in uh, his students' lives. and. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's why, that's why he's loved and that's why he's appreciated. Um, any other final words you want to say today, Luis, regarding Brick before we close? I mean, just like, like how you said, like not, uh, the impact that he, that he had on, on, on us and as his students, it's, it's going to be there forever. And, and, you know, I, I, what I really, I love to see that, like a lot of the group that like I went through high school with, you know, like. Like maybe a year or two older than me, and then like a year or two younger than me, and then like our our my grade um, class is 2017. Like he, I think he impacted. He had such a big impact on us, and, and I love to see that a lot of a lot of the students in that group are actually becoming teachers now, and they're and they're teaching in in our area, and and I just hope that they can be the impact on the future generation. And like how he impacted us, and, and I love to see that that people are becoming educators, and you know, and, and like you said, that you don't have to be an educator. And of course, like for for me, example, I'm I, I'm not going into to, into that uh, into that world, but you know, I'm always gonna try to help anybody that's you know like uh, the next generation, you know, and just trying to keep them motivated and, and keep going, and, and hopefully impact them like how how Brig impacted me. Yeah. And I think. You know, like Reese is saying, uh, make a difference in someone's life. Um, if you do see that someone is in need of, of help, of support, of resources, do what Brig did. Mm -hmm. Help people out. Um, Brig will always be remembered in our community as someone that, you know, was a servant to our community, was always there to help out those in need, and um, his lasting impact, you know, it's going to... One of the things I like to say about him is that he may be gone, but, you know, what he taught us... We, I think the best way to honor him is by using, you know, what we saw in him, mm -hmm. the difference that he made in people's lives and how he did it, and use that same power, that same influence to help out people today. So thank you all for listening. Uh, that was the episode for this week. Um, Brig is always in our minds, in our hearts, and our souls. And we miss you, Brig. Hope you all have a good week.